Welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast, a show designed to empower, educate, and encourage you to stay focused and committed to your mission. I'm your host, AC Cristales. Let's get ready to roll. Thank you so much for joining me on Mission Driven with AC Cristales for this week's episode. Again, we're covering Cobra Kai. Yeah, Cobra Kai episodes four, five, and six. I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode that I did. Again, just, you know, doing something a little different, you know, just making it a little fun, a little lighthearted. And hopefully, hopefully you guys are getting some lessons and some wisdom. And again, some motivation. One of the things that I said that if you stay through the whole way of the episode on the last one that Jose and I recorded, again, just that you would find some motivation and some wisdom. Um, there's always motivation out there. There's always wisdom out there. So again, we're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it fun. Hopefully you guys get to laugh. And again, you know, hopefully after listening to this episode, you know, you'll be intrigued to watch Cobra Kai, which is a great show. So again, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I, uh, we decided to do uh, these podcasts just to cover it and just to just for us to get, you know, ready for season three, because now now we have a definite. Now we know when it's coming. It's coming back January 8th. So without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce my co-host for this podcast episode Jose, what's up, brother? Hey, how you doing, man? Thank you for having me on again. Hey, for sure, man. Really enjoyed the first one, man. Great job. <laughs> hey, great job for you, bro. And hey, again, it just it's, it just flows naturally, man. Two two lifelong friends, man, just talking about you know a show that they both enjoy, and and yeah, man, we're just gonna keep it going, man. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. So again, we're gonna start with Cobra Kai episode four from season one, and that was. That episode is entitled Cobra Kai Never Dies. Now, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to read the brief description of the episode, and it goes like this. When Daniel's car dealership billboard is sprayed with lewd graffiti, it consumes Daniel and escalates tensions against a rival. Robbie, Johnny's delinquent son, is embarrassed about his father and his new dojo. The bullying escalates against Miguel and motivates Johnny in a surprising way. All right, Monty, go ahead and start us off, man. Talk, tell us about one of the scenes that stood out to you the most that you enjoyed the most from this episode. Absolutely, yes. Uh, one of the first ones was, you know, at, the episode picks up after the Halloween dance, right? Yeah. And, you know, one of the episodes I really liked was when Miguel approaches Johnny, you know, trying to tell him, hey, I can't train anymore. Or my mom said, it's an, I can't train anymore. But he still, you know, is full of optimism. Like, maybe if we do something like this or something like that. So he's still wanting to continue. He still has that drive. He still has that motivation. Yeah. And then Johnny kind of just shuts it all down, you know, saying he's closing it up. It's over. You know, I'm sorry, kid. So it's it's like he's Miguel's at a crossroads now. You know, you got two choices, you know. Yeah. You can either do nothing and pretty much continue to get bullied <laughs> yeah, for sure. by Kyler and his buddies, or you can um, push forward and, and just find another way. So I just really like that scene, man. Again, you know, something we talked about in last, uh, <clears throat> you know, the last episode of the podcast was just their chemistry together between Johnny and Miguel. It was, you know, really, really good part of the show. So that's just a scene right there that kind of stood out. You know, yeah. And, you know, crossroads, I... <clears throat> which, Go ahead, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just gonna say, uh, I was just gonna say, it's just you know, it's a crossroads. We all, we've all faced them at one point or another in our life. So. And we can see why, uh, so, why Miguel's, you know, mom is hesitant, right? You know, especially you know, both our moms are Latina moms, and you know, as, as <laughs> soon as their 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 babies get hurt, you know, they want us 
they want to try to shield us as much as possible. And that's that's what's happening in this episode. Right. You know, she's blaming Johnny. You know, it, it's cool. Right. They have that flashback scene where she yells at Johnny. I don't ever want to see you again. And and Johnny's. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, Johnny's in, in pain because of that, because he never wanted you know to hurt Miguel. And yet, you know, so not only is Miguel to cross over, but so is Johnny, because, you know, he wants to help Miguel. But yet he feels like he's hurt him more than helped him so far. Right. Because Miguel got his butt kicked. And you know what I like from from the scene where they're flat, they're, they're doing the flashback. Right. And she's like, get out of my house or whatever. I don't ever want to see you. And Miguel screams like, Cobra Kai never dies. You know? <laughs> so I laughed at that, man, because it's it's just it's just cool to see. Uh, you know, just Miguel, you know, just again, man, he's, he's really, I think we touched on this last time we did, you know, he's really, you know, fell in love with something right. in karate in this, in this, uh, in this episode. Right. And, you know, he, he, he knows it works, but yet, like he tells his mom, you know, I just didn't have enough training. You know, I didn't have enough training. If I would have just kept training or if I would just keep training, then I, I know that I could, I could do it. So what else stood out to you? What other, uh, uh scenes? Absolutely. Um, the next one is uh, the confrontation between uh, Johnny and Robbie, where, uh, you know, Johnny yes. finds out that uh, he hasn't been going to school. And, you know, just how Johnny sees, knows the importance of school and, like, he's trying to get him to go back, you know. He's like, I understand. I know school can be a drag, you know, but you have your whole future ahead of, of, ahead of you. And no matter what, Robbie only sees, you know, the past in Johnny, he doesn't see the now what he's trying to do. Yeah. Like what he's trying to, you know, get him to go on the right path. And so it's just kind of like, you know, sometimes as teenagers and adolescents, we were short sighted, you know, we only see the now we think we have things figured out, Yeah, but you know, we fail to look at the long term and the benefits that school can have. So exactly. You know, I, I guess it just stood out to me because, you know, again, this is another side of Johnny we're not used to, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, exactly. well, from the original. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just the mere fact that he's he's trying, he's, he's trying to be a good dad and he knows what's best for Rob, even though he hasn't been there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, it was a great sure, scene. Very, yeah. very, very powerful scene. I like I like when um, when Johnny's going to talk, he gonna, he's going to talk smack to his mom. Right. Let's talk smack. Excuse me about his mom. And then uh, Robbie's right. like, don't talk about my mom, you know, so he's he's taking right. up for his mom because his mom has been there in his life. And so me, you know, looking from my background and the way that I grew up, you know, I can really relate to, to that scene. So I was like, yeah, I definitely I wrote that as well. You know, that was a that was a great scene. And, and you see Robbie, you know, the anger that he has. Right. You know, it took 16 years yeah. for you to finally care, you know, so that exactly. that definitely was a great scene. But I want to want to talk about this real quick and see if you got this. So the opening of episode four sees uh it opens with robbie right and he's he's basically a scam artist right he you know he pretends to work at that you know uh computer shop or whatever and if you look at it again you know the the previous episode opened with with miguel this one opens for robbie they both don't have a father they're both looking for an identity they're both you know 16 years old just just trying to find something to lose lose themselves in right and so miguel again finds karate because of johnny he has an outlet now, Robbie doesn't have that, so he has his friends, his two boys, and so he finds an outlet in, in, in doing crime, right? And so, again, right. I love how the writers just immediately, you know, let it be known that, yeah, he has animosity towards his dad. He has hate towards his dad. You know, he picks up that flyer 
that Florida Johnny was, uh, you know, passing out all over town. <laughs> and so it made its way to that parking garage. It's made its way into Robbie's hands. And again, you can see the hate that Robbie has towards his dad. So I just wanted to point that out. But yeah, you yeah. know, hey, let's talk about what I, I know this, you know, this stood out. Maybe it wasn't like a great scene or the best scene from the episode, but it's it was kind of the thing that guided the whole episode and guided what else happened in the episode. But it's uh, Johnny painting that that penis on that uh, on that billboard. Right. So because, again, <laughs> you know, he yeah. feels bad about what happened to Miguel. And so in his drunken state, he trades, you know, his six pack for. That spray paint of can. Spray can. That spray yeah, can, yeah, absolutely. for sure. For sure. And you know what like, I love? It always so comes here, back to Daniel. It always comes back to Daniel, but I love this. So, again, if you look at it closely, Miguel's like, you know, his mom is saying, hey, you know, he's a bad man. Miguel, he protects Johnny. He said he's not a loser. He's a great man. And then the next shot is Johnny just hung over and Coors, you know, cans all over, all around <laughs> him. So it's cool. just, it's just great. Uh, cinematography, I guess you can say, man, because the previous line is he's a great man. And next thing you know, the next the next shot is Johnny laid out with beer cans all over. So <laughs> all drunk and hung over. Exactly. I like his uh, I like his Yaya in, the, in that scene too, Miguel's Yaya. And, yeah. You know, I think she gets it. She gets it. You know, like she has a quote that I took down. And when she says he's found something that he likes. All I see he needs is practice. And then she does the hands up and protect mm-hmm. herself. So she, it's like she knows he needs he needs to toughen up. You know? Yeah, for he sure. He needs to learn how to stand up for himself. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she yeah, she's been a, she's been that that, you know, that kind of a voice of reason, you know, and it's it's funny. Sometimes that's that's how grandmas are. Right. Our moms want to be tough. And then it's grandma in the background saying, you know, hey, you know, uh, he needs this or he needs that. So. Um, you know what I love? Because you mentioned this, too. You know, you talk about the that was one of the first scene that you mentioned, just, you know, Johnny and, and Miguel. And, you know, he, he wants to train. He wants to try to find a way. And Johnny's like, man, I don't think you get it. There is no more dojo. Right. But I love what Miguel says. What about me? I need you. So, again, you see right there, like, man, I need you. I, I need that mentor. I need that father figure. Obviously, they're not saying it explicitly, but that's what, you know, Miguel needs. So that's definitely something that's. That, that's you know just standing out is you know the relationship between Johnny and Miguel. So any other scenes from this from this episode? Sure, I, I got two more. Okay, yeah, for I, sure. That I that I took down, and one it kind of correlates to the confrontation between Johnny and Robbie, and it's the one where Johnny goes to to the bar to find Robbie's mom. Yeah, that's and, a good one. That's a good thing. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> and. Um, you know, she's basically like, look, we can't, we can't let him drop out of school, you know? And you, Robbie's mom just kind of is already like, kind of uh, giving up really. She's like, I can't make him do anything. Yeah. But, but, you know, Johnny's determined. He's like, well, he can come stay with me and, you know, trying to be an influence, trying to do his part, trying to help, you know, trying to just, you know, make sure his son perseveres or overcomes this. Yeah. And, but, Robbie's mom, kind of like Johnny, is only focused on his past and what he's done in the past. Yeah. Not what he's doing now yeah. and what he's trying to change going forward. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes we, we, we encounter, you know, people where, you know, all they see is our past, but not what 
we can do now and going forward. So yeah, for sure. I just I like that scene. They said that there's no do overs, but uh-huh. I was I was gonna say that too. There are no do overs. You yeah. know, <laughs> that's yeah. cool, man. I mean, I mean, some things. Yeah, there are no do overs, but not all things. You know. Yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah, just because you know you messed up, you know, 10, 15 years ago, doesn't mean that you can't that you can't make up for it, man. And, and maybe not even make up for it, but maybe just start anew. You know, obviously, you can't live in the past. You know, that's that's one thing that we know. You can't change the past, man. But what you can change is your present and you can start making decisions today. And obviously, that's what Johnny's trying to do. He's trying to fight for Robbie, you know, obviously. And even after the encounter, if you think about it, even after the encounter he had with Robbie at the apartment where, you know, they're basically arguing with each other. But you can see, okay, regardless of the hey, that's my son, you know, and that's my son. I want to fight for him. So if he didn't care, he wouldn't go looking for his mom, but he did. And and I love how he, he sizes her up. Uh, he, sizes, he's, he sizes up her date at the bar, right? He kind of like kind of <laughs> punks him out and stuff. So that's 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 pretty cool, Johnny, you know, because Johnny's always on that Cobra Kai strike first mentality, man. So, uh, um, yeah, and he's like, yeah, you let us finish up or whatever. You know, I like, I like what he says. He's like, I'm just going to let you guys finish up. Yeah, yeah, let us finish up. So, and yeah, and, you know, again, he's like, hey, why don't you why don't you let Robbie live with me? And she's like, you know, she's like, oh, now you care? You know, and again, it's like they're throwing your mistakes in your face and they're throwing his mistakes in his face. And I love what Johnny says. Well, I'm here now. Again, I can't, exactly. I can't change the past. I'm here now. So you're just going to let Robbie drop out of school? I can't make that kid do anything anymore then he can come stay with me i'll make him go to school okay yeah sure uh you'll take care of him with all of your amazing dad skills yeah at least i'm not giving up on him shit johnny you gave up on day one day one okay i was the one that was there for him when he got mono i was the one that was there for him when he built his own half pipe and he broke his wrist where the hell were you right, well i'm here now it's too late johnny there are no do-overs. One of my favorite scenes that I liked, uh, uh, I liked when uh, when Miguel, because it introduces Miguel, well, not Miguel, excuse me, but introduces Dimitri. So when he says, hey, uh, no more, that's it, no more karate. And Miguel's like, I guess so. It's probably for the best. And then Dimitri was like, well, that's good. It, it was starting to boost your confidence. And Miguel says, well, isn't that a good thing? And Dimitri responds, no. What has confidence ever gotten anybody except for a black guy and their backpack being thrown in the trash. <laughs> and then you see the bullies come out, right? And you haven't had right. enough for you. And so uh, I love, though, that Miguel, you know, he's starting to stand up to Kyler and the bullies. And uh, But again, you know, they, they, they get, uh, you know, Dimitri, Miguel, and, and, um, and Eli, you know, they get bullied again. Yeah. So, uh, again, you see that Miguel wants to stand up. But again, you know, he, he still needs more training, like his grandma was saying. So... <laughs> Yeah, and he's being, you know, he's being persistent. He's trying to stay with it. But yeah, I had that quote down too. Oh, did you? <laughs> from Dimitri. Yeah, from Dimitri. <laughs> and, <Eli. laughs> and then he says, what's the best superpower anybody can have? Yeah. And he's like, super strength. Or Miguel says super strength. He's like, wrong. Invisibility. Invisibility. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because again, if you think about it, and you mentioned this man in the last uh, in the last podcast that we didn't really talk about the cyberbullying. So we're going to go to that here in a little bit. But you see that these are the kids who are getting getting bullied. You know, they're pretty much the nerdy kids, the kids who don't have any friends, the social social rejects, right? The kids who, who go to school and they're not the popular kids. Miguel's not the popular kid. Dimitri, Eli, they're not the popular kids. 
they make fun of what they're wearing and then you have Aisha and um, and so let's talk about the bullying a little bit because that's what's going on at school and I love Sam and I, I want to you know highlight this because you mentioned Sam as one of your top three you know characters from the last podcast and so <clears throat> but she checks on Aisha and you know and Aisha shows her how she's being bullied you know on on social media they're making fun of her weight and her size so man it's just it's it's, it's reality and all that is playing a part into what we're going to see in the next couple of episodes, especially with Aisha, right. especially with Eli, who later turns into, well, we're not going to reveal it because we're going to get that here at the end of the episode. We're going to get there. Yeah, yeah. we're going to get there. Uh, and with Miguel, right? Miguel, you know, obviously he the reason he needs Johnny, that's not just because he doesn't have a father in his life, but because he was being bullied. You know, he's being bullied by Kyler and his bullet and his friends. So, uh, but a couple funny things. This... Um, yeah, is there is there are there any other scenes that you that you really take? This one's kind of, I mean, it was good. Um, it kind of sets up Daniel a little bit, and I guess we could talk about that. The scenes with Daniel again, you know, obviously Daniel's you know ticked off about you know uh, Johnny spray painting, you know, messing up his billboard. But uh, what else? Did, what other scenes stood out to you? Well, the one of the final scenes in this episode that stood out is. Is the diner scene at the end? Ah, uh, yes, end. yes. You're right. My bad. How did I forget that? Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay. Yeah, and um, I just you know when Johnny's at the diner and he sees the dad and the son sharing an ice cream, I think it was a Sunday, and um, and then immediately he just his initial instinct is he goes um, he start, it, it cuts to the monologue. Yeah, yeah. A very 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 cool monologue mm -hmm. and you know it ends up being miguel but you know he you he, think it's you think it's really, robbie though right i yeah. think it's robbie. yeah you think yes. at that moment you think it's robbie because he just had that argument with his mom so yeah go ahead but yeah that's bad uh, that i like that scene that's a great scene bad isn't yeah, good go ahead <laughs> and he just says he knows he's met he knows he wasn't there when it mattered yeah that you know he let let him down and that I guess he let you down and I know there's no do no overs, but then he says that kid is the one person who in this whole world who has never given up on me and I don't want to give up on him. Exactly. I like and that. Was, yeah. Please don't close the door. Look, I know I wasn't there from when it mattered. I let him down. I guess I let you down too. And I know there's no do overs, but that kid, it's the only person in the world who hasn't given up on me. And I don't want to give up on him. I know I messed up big time. But if you let him come back, I won't fail him again. I promise. Exactly. So, I, again, it's just their connection and their bond that's being built. And, you know, just he, he really, really you know, believes in Miguel and wants to be there for him. And Miguel the same way with Johnny, man. Yeah. He sees the positive in him and wants to be there with him. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just I just really like that scene. So, so yeah. let me connect. Let, no, that's a great scene, man. Yeah, and I, not that I forgot because I have it written down in my notes, but... Um, Cause, but I, but I feel like we're being pro. Well, I'm being pro Johnny as I'm watching this. I'm like, man, I'm just pro Johnny. But there's some Daniel stuff that I'm gonna get to. But with that, mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna point out two things. Okay, two things that you said. So on the last episode, you talked about one of the lessons that you got from the first three episodes that even if you're not good in one area, you can still be successful in another area or be useful in another area. So that's great. 
So that, and then just a couple of minutes ago, you were talking about, and we both talked about this about how, Hey, there are no do overs, but in life, you know, sometimes there are some do overs and this is Johnny's do over. And this is Johnny, even though he can't get it right with his son yet, he wants to get it right with Miguel. So that, that's awesome, man, because all right, you know, maybe, maybe I don't have the opportunity to get it right with my son, but here's another kid that I can be, that I can help. You know, here's another kid that, that needs me. You know, as Miguel said, what about me? I need you. I mean, he said that in this episode. And yet Johnny recognizes that. And so, again, Johnny could be selfish and be like, yo, forget this. But, you know, he he goes and, and he wants to help Miguel and he wants another another shot. Because, again, as he says, Miguel hasn't given up on him. So that's that that is great. I love yeah. that. But let's talk about Daniel, because finally in this episode, man, we finally see Daniel. We finally see Daniel do some karate right we finally see him because yeah. we've seen we've seen johnny do his karate but daniel hasn't done his karate so he finally does that and that's a funny scene i think more than anything you know him and and tom cole arguing right going back and forth and he he thinks that you know tom cole is the one that 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 did um that did the spray paint on the billboard but it was actually johnny as he'll find out at the end but this is the one where where daniel and did you notice that he still you know using his his all-time his two-time karate champ he's still using that right and so (laughs) you know he kicks the boba so that was finally we see some karate from daniel so it was a good scene to see that daniel still has it but what else did you get from daniel in this episode for this one it's just again his his inability to handle adversity okay you know or somewhat adversity here's the thing it's like he he his life is on a what would you say an above average track yeah you know he's got like like you mentioned before in our last episode you know he's got a successful business yep you know he's married has good kids um everything seems to be going for him but any little sign of adversity is like temper and anger get in the way and it drives him into into attack mode yeah and so just like that you now know, you know what i love about that because that's going to tie into the next episode right it's going to tie into like right. yeah great 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 job okay yeah i like that what else and and no nah, man just you know his really he's he's reducing himself to a to another level yeah really you know and, and instead of rising above it's like no he's got to dig deep and and get back you oh, know? that's <laughs> good like that. that's good because yeah. you know what i like that because that again that's going to tie into the next episode it's good what else yeah well that's about it really that about this it? one i guess that was yeah that's about it on on, on daniel at least because yeah. you know i guess on this one it was you know uh I got caught up between Johnny and Robbie. And, yeah, yeah. And and Miguel and Johnny and stuff. So, but right. yeah, like I said, we're going to probably touch a little bit more on that on the next episode. Yeah, it, it, it's all a setup. I kind of felt like this was one of those episodes where it's setting up for yeah. what's coming, you know, for what's coming. Uh, and Absolutely. so what about some, some quotes and connections? Let's talk about that, quotes, connections, before we go on to the next episode. Uh, one of the ones is... Um, when Johnny goes to see Robbie after he finds out he's skipping school yeah, and he comes in and Robbie says, Hey, don't you knock? Yeah. He's like, I've been knocking for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you couldn't hear me over that trash in your boom box. What's a boom box? What the hell's a boom box? Over, what, the, what, the, what the hell's a boom box? <laughs> and the other guy's, well, what the hell's that on your face? Yeah. That's what Johnny says. What the hell's that thing on your face? He's like a mustache. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, Two of the other ones we've already touched, you know, about Yaya, when yeah. she's saying all he needs, all I see is he needs to practice, hands up, protect yourself. 
And then, of course, the the scene between Miguel, Eli, and Dimitri. And Dimitri yeah, okay. Uh, about uh, you know, no more karate. <laughs> I guess not. I, I like when they're uh, when when Robbie's friends are, are watching that video or whatever, and he's like, "She got them yams." <laughs> Remember? <Uh-oh>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she got them yams, like, man. Yeah. You know, like you know, she these kids them, yeah. with with these words sometimes, <laughs> man. She got them yams, and yams means well, yeah. You know, she she must squat yeah. a lot or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she got them yams. I like this one too because we're in Texas. You know, we're in in Texas and Dallas, and it says karate in the valley was like football in Texas. You know, that's, religion. Oh, yes, yeah, I like that. Yes, I like that. So right. I heard that one. I'm like, Amanda yeah, that's right. That. Exactly. Karate in the Valley was like football in Texas, man. Uh, <laughs> what else? There's another one that I. Oh, here's a connection. Yeah. So if you got any more connections, but let me say this connection. Uh, the Banana Rama Pancakes. So Banana Rama. Banana Rama is the group that sings Cruel Summer, the original Cruel Summer. So when you know, he, he wanted to make Banana Rama Pancakes for. Sam. All right. What else? What other connections you got? Oh, um, you see, um, in the flashback when I think you see it in the, in one of the scenes too. Um, but Miguel, when you see his wounds, yeah, he's got a bandage on his forehead and like a little scrape on on his cheekbone right yeah, there. Yeah. It's the same as Daniel. Oh, so I didn't get that. Dance, okay. He had a bandage yeah. and he had a little scrape on his cheekbone right here. From okay. The bite. Okay. I didn't get, all right. All right. I didn't get that, but there you go. <laughs> because again, then, um, Miguel is the Daniel. Miguel is the Daniel in this series. Yeah. And then, um, do you remember in the library scene when, um, it's double dips. Kyler and <laughs> Kyler and Brooks. <laughs> yeah. They're, uh, they're bullying uh, Miguel, Eli, and, and Dimitri. Yeah. And they uh, put uh, Dimitri's bag in the, um, the trash can with the he, yogurt. Yeah, we threw it away the yogurt. Yeah. We threw a yogurt. Yeah. And uh, as they're leaving, uh, I think Brooks tells Kyler, I think he's going to cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like Dutch did. Or Tommy. Tommy told Dutch. Oh, yeah. He's, I, think he's gonna cry. yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to cry. I think he's going to cry. Okay, see, I didn't get that. All right, very good. All right, man, you know who I like from this episode? I got to give it up. I got to give it up to Louis. Louis LaRusso was very entertaining in this episode. You know, when when Daniel calls him and Daniel wants to know if he's painted over the the billboard and and Louis's like, have you ever painted before? You don't start in the middle because Daniel wanted him to start in the middle and he's starting on the edge. And then at the end, I love how Louis gets bold, man. You know, when they finally found out that it was Johnny, you know, they find Johnny's, you know, advertisement page on top of the billboard. So that's the clue that lets them know that it was actually Johnny, not Tom Cole that spray painted Daniel's billboard. And I like Louie getting bold. He's like, this isn't funny. This is personal. You're going to do something about him, cuz? Because, yeah. Look at him instigating already, man. Exactly. Exactly, man. But, yeah, that's that's episode four. We'll get to the lessons here at the end. Uh, unless you got anything else, man, let's go to number five. You ready for number five? Yeah, we can. All right. Yeah, episode five is counterbalance. And, again, let me read a quick description of counterbalance. Daniel tries to strike a shady deal to undermine Johnny's dojo. Meanwhile, Johnny expands his enrollment ranks in the dojo. Miguel puts his karate practice into reality as Samantha faces rejection in school. All right, episode five. This is a good one. Tell us some scenes 
tell us one scene that stood out to you. This is one of the ones that stood out to me on this on this episode was uh, when Aisha tries to join the Cobra Kai dojo when she walks in. <laughs> That's a good one. I got that one too for sure. <laughs> That's a lot of funny stuff. A lot of material on that one. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At very first, yeah. you know, Johnny assumes that she's here for the yoga. Yeah. And and so he kind of turns her away, and she's like, "No, no, I'm," you know, saw the website, and she was there for Cobra Kai. And then he just goes off genderizing yeah, yeah. women. Yeah. <laughs> this monologue yeah. of, you know, they're weak and emotional. <laughs> <laughs> and they say there are no girls in Cobra Kai, the same reason that there's not any in the army. It doesn't it make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he just, he's set in his old ways. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? And um, then Miguel steps in, has a little heart to heart with him yeah. in, in the office and changes his mind. And um, I just like the quote that he tells her, you know, after he decides to accept yeah. uh, Aisha into Cobra Kai and what she says, you know, because Aisha starts to tell Johnny about how she's been bullied online with these kids setting up fake accounts. Yeah. And Johnny's like, golly, I mean, what a bunch of wussies. When tease, <laughs> yeah. When you tease somebody, you do it to their face. In my day, you did you it know? in their face. Yeah. Or something like, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then Johnny's ends, ends it with a little, little inspirational monologue. I guess you could say, he's yeah. like, you're not afraid of these losers, are you? <laughs> and she's, and she's like, no, he's good because when I'm done with you, you're going to be sending a message back and it's not going to be with your keyboard. It's going to be with your fist. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> so I like that, you know, I just like the way he changes his ways, you know, he has a change of heart and, and again, offering to help Aisha, which is the side we, you know, the old Johnny and the originals probably would have never done. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. And you know, yeah, Miguel so. is that voice of reason, like you said, and I know, um, I know you probably have this as well, but let me, let's go ahead and cover it right now. So, uh, when Miguel's telling him, hey, you know, her father has got money, he's an ex-football player, and, and he's like, yeah, but he's, she's a girl, she's got tiny hollow bones. And Aisha, you know, hey, Aisha's not a tiny girl, so that didn't really go, but then I like what he says, and he's like, this isn't a knitting class, this is a dojo. So that's the connection from part one. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> This isn't a knitting class, to. this is a dojo. Yeah. And then, like, you know, just to, you know, further talk about, you know, what you talked about genderizing, so he's like, hey, okay, if you're going to be in Cobra Kai, you can't act like a girl. Well, what's a girl? All emotional, loud, complaining, never letting you finish a sentence. Finish a sentence? Yeah. <laughs> okay, take off your shoes. Hop on the mat. Okay, after further review, I've decided to allow female students. But if you want to be in Cobra Kai, you can't act like a girl. What do you mean? How do girls act? Oh, don't give me that. You know, all emotional, loud, complaining. Never letting you finish a sentence. Well, I know a few guys who act just... Clint! So that was a great scene, man. And it's a great scene because, again, as you mentioned, Johnny wants My to help her. And it's a great scene because it's it's reality. I can see why, you know, you know, 16, 17-year-old kids are also watching this show. So it's not just middle-aged men like you and I watching the show. You know, Monty, it's it's teenagers <laughs> right. watching the show, and it's because it's it's reality. You know, she talks about how she's getting messages that she's ugly, that she should kill herself, and that, you know, right. sadly is the reality for some of our teenagers. So that's, that is a great scene. I actually like the opening scene 
I love just the training montage again. You know, Miguel, oh, yes. you kind of see yeah. the time progress, right? He's training, he's getting lost in karate. You know, Johnny's using a pitching machine to train him. That's pretty cool. You know, what does a cobra do? And, and Miguel's trying to tap, and he's like, there's no tapping in karate. And then I love this, man. <laughs> Check this out. I love the, the little music, right? The little training montage music. It has that oh, old yeah. school martial arts touch to it it's like a van damme dude it's like taking it back to like <laughs> 80s 90s van damme training sessions training you know scenes man so i like that what does the cobra do slither so that was pretty right. good and then it leads to where miguel takes down johnny right and then johnny uh, presses the button so the ball hits miguel in the ear <laughs> and miguel's like that's not fair and then i love johnny's quote you want a fair fight dream on you can't always think your enemies are going to be playing by the rules so that's pretty cool exactly yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. So, what other what other scenes did you like from this episode? This one, I go immediately to, and again, this is kind of what we touched about in the um, in the you know last episode, yeah, episode four, is where Daniel goes to the mini mark to see, and he sees Johnny, right? Yeah. This is after he has you know designed this elaborate plan to get to get back at Johnny. You with know, Armand, he meets with Armand. Yeah, he meets with Armand <laughs> yeah. and basically kind of, you know, influencing Armand, saying, "Hey, you know, you have this piece of land that I may be interested in. I can offer you a fair price. You know, stuff like that." Just yeah. kind of lip service, really, because we knew that wasn't his end game. Yeah, for sure. You know, and um, and this scene, you know, I just you see Daniel become the villain in a way or start to become the villain. Yeah, for you know? sure. And, um, with that revenge mentality, cause he just goes through so much effort to get Johnny's rent raised. He doesn't realize the impact it's going to have on the other businesses and stores in that strip mall on our boy. Right. right? What's his name? I don't even know yeah. his name. Is it Jorge? <laughs> Jorge, I, think so. I think it's Jorge, right? <laughs> I like what Jorge said. Este cabrón's trying to raise a rent or something. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, um... <laughs> Man, I'll tell you. My bad. Go ahead. My bad, bro. That was just that. That was funny though because you know Johnny. Johnny's training. You know Aisha Miguel, and he hears people. He's like, "Hey, I'm trying to trade a class." And, and it's because of what you said. It's what you said, bro. Daniel. Daniel's being a villain. Daniel's doing everything in his power. To try to make Johnny's life, you know, a living hell, basically, man. But you're right, man. I didn't even think about that. You know, it not only affects Johnny, it's affecting the people in that in that, in that little, you know, strip mall as well. Exactly. Who had nothing to do with with anything with Daniel. And it just goes to show how Daniel, again, is shrinking himself to a level he doesn't need to, in, in my opinion, right? Yeah. He doesn't need to shrink himself to that level because, again, he's on track, mm-hmm. you know, but his what is it his grudge yeah his grudge Johnny. yeah his grudge you're right yep his you know too much pride man <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> but so, yeah that one that, oh, no go, go ahead no you're good you're good, bro. That you're one good. Out. yeah i like the one where um when uh aisha finally trained so he accepts aisha into cobra kai and so it's diaz versus aisha and and <laughs> diaz is like what am i supposed to do he's like well you said women are equal right so show her women are equal and give her everything you got. And then so uh, Aisha's like, you know, this is my first day. And I love what Johnny says. Your enemies don't care what day it is. They prey on weakness. If you want to beat them, you have to conquer your fears and jump face first into the fire. Man, I'm telling you, man, I some good stuff quote. there. <laughs> yeah, I have that quote written down. 
Let me tell you a connection real quick while we're talking about that scene. Okay. Aisha's last name is Robinson. Okay. Aisha Robinson. Yeah. And she's sparring with Miguel in the dojo, right? Yeah, yeah. Similar to when uh, Daniel and Miyagi walk in yeah. uh, to ask to talk to Kreese and Johnny and the Cobra Kai. Yeah. You know who's sparring? Who? Is uh, Bobby Brown and Robinson, which was uh, the actor's name. I don't know, remember his name, but he was Lamar Luttrell in Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> was last that his last name, Robinson? Yeah. Shut Brown up. Robinson. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got tore up too, right? Yeah. <laughs> Brown, Robinson. Okay, cool, cool, man. Yeah, that's good. I didn't, man. See, I like how you got. I like how you go deep on that, man. That's cool. Hey, did you uh, notice the the blood in, blood out connection though? Diaz said my ribs when she jumped on him. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's right. Yes, <laughs> my ribs. <laughs> and I love what uh what what Johnny says about uh, Aisha. She's a natural cobra. Uh, cobra the pawn shop yeah. is pretty. The pawn shop scene, excuse me, is pretty pretty funny. Pretty cool scene. You know, he's Johnny's trying to get money because, again, as we talked about, you know, Daniel is trying is trying to get Armand. Well, he got Armand to raise Armand, by the way, is the owner of the strip mall where Cobra Kai Dojo is located at. Daniel got him to raise the lease, the rent for the tenants. And so now Johnny, you know, he's trying to get some money. So he goes to the pawn shop. He tries to sell an L. McPherson swimsuit edition. <laughs> Can't even get five dollars for that. He's trying to get sell an Atari. He's trying to sell his gold coins, and that pawn shop guy is not going for it. So that's a pretty funny scene to me. But the best scene, the best scene, the best scene uh, is the cafeteria scene, right? Why don't you talk about yes. that? That is the best scene from this episode. Go ahead, talk about it, and then yeah. I'll I'll add in my two cents. The cafeteria scene is again, which ties a little bit back to bullying, man. Yeah. Because, um. Number one, Sam, you know, rumors are being spread about her. Kyler, and, man. Kyler's you know, being a jerk, you know? I, yeah, Kyler's being a jerk. He's being vindictive and yeah. towards her. And um, she's pretty much being pushed away from not just her, I guess, new friends, Yasmin and Moon. Yeah. But also Aisha is like, you know, I don't want nothing to do with you at this point. Yeah. So she's kind of on, on, on an island on her own, you know, and then, but you know what, normally you have two choices, you know, you can just either stay there and hope for the best, or you can confront the situation, which I like that that's what she did. Yeah, I like you know, that she too. Went up to, she, she, went, she, she confronted went up to Kyler. Kyler. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, and then of course, Kyler being the jerk that he is, you know, says something about, <laughs> we watched a movie, you know, or at least I did. Yeah, yeah. And then Brooks. <laughs> we heard you got choked up <laughs> insinuating that you know yeah. sam was doing you know stuff to kyler which hey as a father of a daughter you know i'd be i'd be pretty ticked off about that but like you said i, I love that that yeah. sam sam stands up to him so then the hero like comes out man the hero comes out yeah, Miguel. The hero comes he's out like hey go. kyler why don't you shut the hell up there you go so yeah. go ahead take us and take us further go. down that and then he just, you know, he, he defends Sam and at the same time, you know, shows Kyler that, hey, man, I'm not afraid of you anymore. I'm yeah. going to stand up for myself. And he just beats him up and all of his friends. Beats four guys up. Four and, guys up, man. I like he what Kyler. respect right there. In that yeah, he does. And I like what Kyler said. You know, you know, before he got beat up, Kyler still tried to be all hard and stuff. He's like, you want to beat down Rhea? And he's like, oh, exactly. you know, some more lame karate. And he's like, it's not lame karate. It's Cobra Kai. So Miguel I, takes out four guys. 
And then here's my favorite part from that, besides him kicking butt, because it is pretty cool. And I love how the realistic mm-hmm. part, right? The realistic part is all the kids taking out their phones and recording it. Because, hey, man, I work in a school, man, so I know this, man. Anytime there's a fight, kids, first thing they do, man, is take out their phones and start recording it. So Miguel, you know, he's yeah. kicking the kicking those guys' butts. Everybody's recording it. But here's my favorite scene when him and Sam, they make that eye contact. I love eye that, contact, man, because yeah. there it is. It's like, yo, he stood up to, to Kyler, but he stood up because, hey, you know, he likes Sam. So that was pretty cool, man. So, And even that, I, I, I like... Uh, I like how uh, it just changed, right? Just right there in an instant, right? In an instant, it just changed things for Miguel, the way he's seen at school. Because now, hey, he's the one you should fear, right? So it goes back to what you said. Now he's the one who should be feared. He's the one that should be feared, yeah. And so, man, I I, I love how it goes into the next scene with Johnny. And he's telling him, you know, hey, this is what happened. And my Yaya, as you talked about, I've never seen her so proud. And Johnny said, so let me get this straight. You took the lessons I taught you to beat up those punks. Follow me. And I love this, man. He gives Miguel the gi for his tournament in 1981. Bro, 1981 was when I was born. He gave him that gi. He gave him that karate gi <laughs> uniform, the one he used in 81. And that's another great scene of bonding between Miguel and Johnny. So what else do you got, man? It's a sentimental factor. I, uh, I wrote down it's just a sentimental factor. And... I, I kind of tied it back to the originals because it's almost similar to when Miyagi gave Daniel his first white gi. Okay, yeah, party yeah, room. yeah. So it was a white gi. He gave it to him. He said Mrs. Miyagi made a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So it had a sentimental factor. And then, of course, here you see Johnny say this is, you know, the one from my very first tournament, so it's sentimental to him. Ah, there you go. For sure. So they embraced, yeah. you know, and then that. And then, of course, you caught what happens right after they embrace, right? Yeah, Robbie. <laughs> Robbie sees that, man. And again, it just fuels his, his hate towards him and towards his dad again. You know what I mean? Yeah, because part of so, part yeah. of Robbie wanted to see, you know, wanted to know about Johnny because we didn't talk about this. But real quick, you know, he's on the website trying to find out about Cobra Kai. You know, he asked his mom because his mom was like, yeah, your dad, can you believe your dad came to see me? And he talked about you living with him and Robbie seemed like he was interested in that, but his mom shut that down. Right. And so Robbie, yeah, he's pissed at his dad, but yet he still look, man, at the end of the day, every, every kid needs their father, man. You know what I'm saying? Every kid needs their father, wants their father. They can, they can pretend and act hard like they don't. But at the end of the day, man, we all, we all want that father figure in our life, man. So that's why I feel Robbie was going to go to the, to the Cobra Kai dojo to talk about, to talk to Johnny or whatever or see. But then he sees, like you said, he sees Johnny embracing Miguel. So that just, you know, fueled his fire even more, fueled his hate even more. So yeah. um I love, you know who I love in this episode? I love how uh oh, is it Amanda? Amanda, right? Amanda LaRusso, that's his wife. Yes. How she yes. just put he put Daniel in his place. Cause you talked about this, bro. You talked about how he just he's Daniel's stooping low. You know, he's he can't control his anger. You know, he's got he's got basically like the perfect, quote unquote, perfect life. And yet he's still wasting his time, you know, holding grudges against Johnny. And then as his wife puts him in this place, hey, you know, don't don't be that. You know, I just want you to just handle business. Right. You know, and so after that scene, where does he go? He goes to see Miyagi. So tell us about yeah, Miyagi. Yeah. 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 Which is a great and, scene as well. Know, so go ahead and tell us about that scene because I know you got it. 
Is it uh, you're talking about when he goes? And he talks about the balance. Side. Yeah, he talk. Yeah, he goes to his graveside oh, yeah. and it does the flashback yeah. about balance, which is a great. It's always to me one of my favorite quotes from the original Karate Kid about balance isn't just for karate; it's for your whole life. Because I really for believe that ba- life, balance yeah. is balance is necessary, man. You can't work all your life and not have fun, and you can't have fun all the time and not work. So I, I love that. Right. But what do you what do you think it about that hand scene? In hand. Yeah, what do you think about that? No. No, it just, you know what, this is where, again, where you kind of touched on it, how important the father figure is in someone's life. And see, Daniel didn't have a dad, or his dad died at a very young age, and Miyagi stepped in, and now he doesn't have that role model. So he's kind of like, kind of going back to his old tempered ways in a way. And, you know, anytime Miyagi comes around, you know, he just flashes back to that wisdom that he gave them in the originals you know what i'm saying so um just you know again it's something we touched on and what you said you know the impact of having your father yeah it's 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 a necessity man yeah, for sure for somebody you have to have a mentor you know you don't slowly figure it out for yourself yeah for sure <laughs> you know you got to have somebody to go to somebody to talk to and and lessons and lessons idea. and lessons to go back to so i'm gonna i'm gonna finish this episode with with two thoughts first thing is now everybody wants to do karate, right? Everybody wants right. to do karate now because of what Miguel did. And so Johnny arrives at the at the dojo. Remember, he's having issues, right? He's trying to sell stuff at a pawn shop so he can pay his rent. And now because of Miguel and because of what Miguel did in the cafeteria and because it's recorded, now it's on YouTube and it says karate versus bullying. Keep that in mind. And now, you know, Johnny has... Oh, okay. Yeah, he had said that on the video, on the YouTube video they were watching it said karate uh, versus bullying. And so now, now Johnny has his, you know, at least 40 students trying to get into karate. Right. And so here's the second thing that I wanted to point out. And this is how the episode ends. And I love how it ends because it plays original music from the original Karate Kid, right? The music at the, the end. The tournament scene. The right? tournament yeah. scene. And then um, it's just Daniel going back to Miyagi. So let me just put this out there for you and see what, what your thoughts are. So Johnny goes back to Cobra Kai, to the lessons that he learned in Cobra Kai, strike first, strike hard, all that stuff. And now Daniel is going back to Miyagi-Do, right? He's trying to find that balance. So that's why I think, you know, he puts on his whole headband and stuff and he starts training because he goes back to, okay, I can't be this type of guy and it's all about balance. So let me go to the thing that gave me balance when I was a 16-year-old. And what was that? Miyagi-Do. So that's what I got from that. What do you think? That's just me. That's my interpretation. Yeah, no, I agree completely. You know, it's like there is another way. I mean, yeah, Cobra Kai is, you know, partly true. But, you know, they're they're, uh, strike first, strike hard. No one's necessarily, you know. But there is another way. Yeah. And that's what Miyagi taught Daniel. Yeah. And that's why, you know, he, he needs that balance because it doesn't have to be all aggression. Yeah. You know, he can find another way in Miyagi-Do. So it's just tying back to what Miyagi taught him yeah. and the wisdom that he gave him. So And both 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 um, both actors, I mean not both actors, excuse me, both characters go back to their lessons, man. I mean, you know, Johnny goes back to his lessons and 
and to try to be a better man, to try to, you know, do things right in his life. And, and Daniel's going back to, you know, what he learned from, from Miyagi. So they're both going back to the lessons. And I think that we'll, that's what we all do, man. I think there's certain times, even as we, as we get older and we have our own families, we go back to things that we were taught when we were young. I know I do, you know, as, yeah. as, as a parent, man, you know, the way I parent, I mean, obviously it's not a hundred percent the same way, the way I was parented by my mom, you know, my mom was just whooped my butt, <laughs> but there's, right. there's certain things in terms of being disciplined that I expect from my daughter, because I'm, that's what my mom expected from me. So I think we all go back to the lessons that we were taught, man. So, so any, any quotes, man, or any other connections before we go to episode six? Let me see connections. This was a great one. I like this. I like this episode. It was good. I like, I like the because yeah. for the simple fact of the 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 cafeteria scene, the Aisha scene. That's, it was a great episode. Yeah, but anything else? One of the ones when well, when he's at Miyagi's grave, um, he's in a. I don't know if you notice he he come, he's in a convertible, yeah. and then you hear uh, the flashback, Mr. Miyagi's yeah. voice like in the background. Yeah. But in that original scene, yeah. Daniel is also in a convertible. Yeah, he's in the yellow I mean, car. Yeah, he's giving yeah. him, he's in the yellow car, giving yeah. him the wisdom for sure. And so I, I saw that one, and then of course he he trims the bonsai tree. <laughs> That's right. Ah, there. okay. At Miyagi's grave, which yeah. is you know what Miyagi taught him. Exactly. You know about that, and I think as far as the quotes, I think we touched on them. Pretty much all the ones that I had written down. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, and Armand, right? Armand, right? He don't, he, don't, he don't scratch anybody's balls or <laughs> <so> whatever. <laughs> He's like, you want me to scratch your balls? <laughs> and he met, and I like what Daniel said. That's not how it goes because scratch your back, Armand. Come on, man. It's not scratch your balls. It's scratch your back. <laughs> and that's what right. Daniel was like. I don't think that's how it goes. <laughs> all right, man. So let's go into episode six. Uh, quiver. All right. And I love how the, the episode started giving you the definitions of quiver. And I didn't write the first two, but yeah. the last one said a group of cobras. I think it's what it said. Quiver. And it said a it's group, a group of, cobra. of cobras. Yeah, for sure. It says something about tremble or shake with a slight rapid motion. Yeah. But then the last then, one is a group of cobras, right? It's a group of cobras. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's what it said. And that's what happens yeah, in this, this one, episode. So let me read the before you get into it, my bad, bro. I don't want to cut yeah, you off, no, but no, let me no. let me read the description real quick. So quiver. Johnny's dojo class attracts a group of misfits while the son Robbie, who harbors ulterior motives, lands a new job. Samantha makes a new friend in science class and Daniel inspires interest in karate from an unlikely person. So go ahead, bro. Start us off. <laughs> this one, you know, I, I like the opening scene in this one. You know, Johnny riding his bike to the Cobra Kai dojo. Yeah, for sure. It uh, kind of just gives a little background story, you know, on how Johnny got to Cobra Kai. Yeah. You know, and there's a little connection in it. I mean, not too bad, but he gets to the Cobra Kai dojo and you see a bunch of motorbikes parked outside. Yeah. And remember Johnny's little Cobra Kai group? They're the dirt bikes. They always rode motorbikes. Yeah. Dirt bikes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I just, I like that. And the song that's playing, you know, Don't Look Back by Boston. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, the 80s. Yeah. They had it had to bring us back with the 80s with the Walkman, man. Yeah. And I like how they the did Walkman it in, they did it in chunks. So they, they broke up that flashback. They didn't do it all. They and did. and I, I like yeah. how they did that. We're going to get back to that because obviously that's one part of the flashback is just Johnny just seeing Cobra Kai, but not really talking right. about it, but we're going to, we're going to get to that. So I, I love the first encounter with the, with the new kids, right? The, the new kids trying to be Cobra Kai and, and Johnny's just being Johnny, man. He, he tells yeah. that one kid, Hey, nice shirt. And he's like, thanks. He's like, I'm joking. It sucks. <laughs> and then he says, Hey, you got crap for teeth. Don't smile. 
And then I just love what he says. I don't see Cobra Kai material. I see losers. I see nerds. But man, these are the kids who came in because they were being bullied. And so it's think about that, man. Yeah. You know, these are the kids who came in because they were being bullied and they they go into this place. And now Johnny is bullying them. But it's a funny scene because it's going to show the shift that happens from the beginning of the episode to the end of the episode. So, but I like that simply for the comic relief factor. I just like that. Nice yeah. shirt. Thanks. I'm joking. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> nice shirt. Thanks. Joking. It sucks. Word of advice. If you got shit for teeth, don't smile. God makes me feel like a virgin just looking at you. When I look around this dojo, I don't see Cobra Kai material. I see losers, I see nerds. I see a fat kid with a funny hat with his tits popping out. But in my short time as a sensei, I've also seen some miracles. So maybe there's some hope for you yet. So, but I like what he says, but even then you kind of see it at the end because Miguel is shaking his head. And then Johnny says, but in my short time as a sensei, I've seen some miracles. And he's talking about Miguel, right? So there's some hope. So I like that. What else? What else do you, what other scenes do you like? Um, kind of similar to that one where this is the encounter with that Johnny has with Eli and Dimitri. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he starts kind of, you know, teasing Dimitri on his, about his lip. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, and you can see Dimitri trying to stand up for Eli in a way like, Hey, you know, you don't have to make fun of him, stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) He says, maybe maybe that's what they teach you in school. That's good. I like in the that. Real world, but in the real world, you can't expect people to do what they're supposed to do, which, you know, Johnny has a point, man. We live in an imperfect, cruel world, you know, and you need to have some thick skin. Yeah. I mean, stand up for yourself, too, but at the same time, you know, kind of develop some thick skin. But, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I just, I just, I like that. Yeah, that was, and that was the second, that was the second training team, man. Because I, I wrote that, right. I wrote that one down as well. You know, he again, Johnny's making fun of the kids. He's like, you got weight, use it. And then he sees, you know, he sees Eli. And he's like, lip and all that. And I like what he says at the end. If you can't handle someone talking about your lip, how are you going to handle an elbow to your teeth? <laughs> so, right. So there you go, man. I mean, and it's true, like you said. I like what you said because I had had written that down as well, man. Like that's not how the real world works, man. Like we. We try to call our kids, you know, and and think that everybody's going to be nice. And the reality is they're not. They're not going to be nice, man. You're going to encounter somebody who's going to be mean. And we're not, I'm not saying that everybody's mean, but I don't want you to be surprised thinking that, oh, my gosh, you know, why are they being mean? Like, no, the world, the world is a cruel place, man. So uh, or that it has something to do with you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there you go. Good point that it has something to do with yeah. you. Yeah. And that's something I try to instill in my kids, you know, is like somebody's negative opinion isn't true it's only true when you choose to believe it you know what i mean so um i don't i mean i think that makes sense yeah (laughs) but but no basically yeah just it's just like just because somebody is different from you or you're different from them that doesn't mean there's something wrong exactly that's what i tried to say yeah for sure but yeah that's i guess that's another one that kind of stood out with me but um what this else? was this episode was good. It, it had quite a few that I liked. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Give uh, yeah, something else. I try, to, I try not to make it too long. Yeah, but, no, go ahead. But uh, <clears throat> the next one I liked was I try to keep them in order too. Yeah, okay. Uh, 
the next one is the scene with Daniel and Robbie at the dealership. You know, when Louie makes uh, Robbie turn on the, the car. Porsche. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> the car. Yeah. And, uh, and Daniel comes out and kind of gets onto him. It's like, what, what do you think you were doing? You know, yeah. stuff like that. And then Robbie just kind of like said, screw it. You know, and he tries to leave. But uh, Daniel goes after him, man. And, you know, just starts talking to him. And this is in this scene, you kind of see the connection, you know, um, number one, Daniel doesn't quickly go to the negative to like, Hey man, you shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't have done this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or, you know, he actually tells, uh, Robbie, you know what, you know, I should have heard your side before I reacted. Exactly. So right there, you know, you start to see the connection between them, gives Robbie a second chance and even teaches him a little bit about, uh, you know, about throwing a fist yeah. or making Throw a fist punch. when you yeah. punch. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But they start to relate when they start talking about where they're from. Exactly. You know? yeah, I wrote that down and, too. Go ahead. Yeah. And that's something that I, that I like with, um, you know, Robbie having this, you know, impression of him just because he sees that he's successful. He's like, no, I grew up in Reseda, you know. Yeah. Like, I like what Daniel I, I said. Daniel was like, things aren't always what they look like. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. Good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's one of the scenes right there that that I like, and you know, no, <laughs> again, Robbie is just like something he's not used to. You know, he's like somebody not used to actually treating him in a in the right way and hearing him out, like what you said, Daniel. Yeah, actually, yeah. Daniel actually listened to him very good, and and Daniel's you know because this episode is Daniel trying to find his protege, you know, in a sense, right? He's trying to find somebody to train with karate. He has Canoes, he has Sam. He has Anthony. By the way, Anthony, I, I can't. I don't really like that character, but Anthony tries to yeah. ask his wife. So you know, he's and then finally, you know, Robbie, right? Robbie, maybe his, his, uh, his, you know, the kid that he he trains. But yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, the scene that I like as well is Miguel taking Sam as as his as you know his partner with Dimitri in biology class. So. I like that. Oh, I like the yeah. just their just their exchange because you see, obviously, in the last episode. You know, we saw when he, you know, stood up for her and they locked eyes. You know how it is, man, back in high school, man. Yeah. You just lock eyes with, little, that, with that cutie <laughs> and, they're, and they're flirting and thanks for helping me out. And then Miguel's like, someone had to take care of them. And she's like, but no one else did. And Miguel did, baby. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and I love how Sam just throws in, you know, her karate knowledge, man. You know, hey, you opened up your, you know, before you did the sweep. And so, and then Miguel's like, I guess I should yeah. be taking karate lessons from you. And then he said, they call me yeah. Rhea. And what did she says? Not anymore. So I like that was a good scene, man. What, yeah, what other ones you got? I have um, Johnny and Eli at the JoJo. And I think this is, uh, I think you could probably agree with me on this one. Uh, yeah. This is where Johnny comes out, you know, and he sees that the class size is getting smaller. Yeah. People quit. <laughs> and uh, I mean, good. That was it's a like, test. <laughs> like, that was a test to see who all the quitters were. You know, you could you could be uh, home playing your eye computers and video games. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, you're here learning to fight. Yeah. And then he's like, look, there's no quitter. <laughs> and he just says. Please, just goes please, on please don't call me that. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, and go he's ahead. Like, no, he was just like, you know, how can I? It's right in front of me. He's like, speak up, lip. Don't have a weird lip. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Exactly. He just he just stays on it, right? And don't have know, a weird lip. And, he, and then he says, if you want to be something more than a nerd with a scar, then flip the script. And yeah. then that's, you know, I can see where Eli would probably be. Um, you know, taking it as bullying and all that stuff and just, you know, the same as, you know, all the kids who have uh, who have teased him. But in reality, he's pushing Eli, yeah. you know, 
in his in his unorthodox him. way. <laughs> right, in his unorthodox. He's pushing Eli to look beyond the scar, man, yeah. and to inspire his confidence in him. And and you know how it turns out, which is I guess yeah. why we'll, I like we'll, the yeah, team. We'll, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah, that. Let's we'll save that. let's save that one. But you know, again, and you talked about this, Miguel, the voice of reason. Miguel goes and says, "Hey, you know, some of those kids are my friend." And he's like, "Hey." You know, ah, whatever. You know, Johnny's still being hard, but I love, I love what Miguel tells him. You don't know what it, what it's like to be what us. Like to be us. And then that yeah. takes us to the flashback. So go to that flashback because I know you like that flashback, right? Because then it's the flashback where he's oh, where he's telling right, his mom about karate. Yeah, and then Sid comes in. You know, he's <laughs> at this. Like Johnny is, like you said, seems interested. He's passionate. He's excited about karate. And, you know, it's like, if I learn to kick like that, you know, and, you know, his mom's happy for him. Then Sid walks in complaining about his daily life and yeah, pretty much, you know, make a long story short after they try, try to tell him, hey, he wants to do karate. Sid just has no faith, no confidence. Yeah. But man. Sid, lays, Sid lays it out what he is. Did you write those things down? Right. Did you write what he what Sid uh, said about him? Just that he was a social reject. That's and, good. Okay, I got that one. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, let Here, let me give it to you. So uh, it says, uh, Johnny, look at you, the skinny little white boy. Social reject. Skinny little white boy. Doesn't yeah. have a single friend. You know, so now you want to be the next Bruce Lee. He said, we tried magic. We tried getting you a skateboard, a drum set. He said, you know what? I'll make out a check. Just make it out to garbage because that's where it's going to go. Right. Well, that's where it's going to end <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Man. So, so, but we see right there, Johnny does know what it's like to be, you know, a social reject. Doesn't know what it's like to not have any friends, which is exactly right. what he currently has in his dojo. So that was a great scene. And hey, did the Walkman take you back? Because it took me back, man, seeing that Walkman. Yeah. I remember I had a Walkman, dude. <laughs> man, I tried to get my mom to buy me one. Uh, yeah. I had Never a cheap Walkman, man, but I had one, dude, and it would drain the yeah. batteries quick. I think it lasted like one hour, man. But yeah, so, dude. Like, what I else? Mean, you... it's just, Go ahead. Well, from just from that scene, I was just going to say it's just not the right way to build character or confidence in your kid, man. You're telling him what he can't do and what he isn't you know mm -hmm. for sure for so, sure yeah that, that that's just what stood out from that scene but that was great that was great that because great, you though. know what it takes us to the best scene for me in this episode and that's the last scene where he goes and he and he talks to the so he talks to the kids at the dojo johnny right so tell us about yep. that and and when we see the where we see the change and then i'll add whatever the i transformation. have yeah so go ahead so it yeah, takes us no, to the last scene i don't know to me it's my favorite scene yeah. So go ahead. It is. And but no, he just, you know, he he goes and he kind of what's the word? He uh he he just self-disclose. Yeah. Self-discloses and he tells students he's like, "Man, I know what it's like to be you guys cuz I used to be you guys." And just opens up and kind of letting them know, "Hey, I was you, but now I'm the badass." Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. B A. Now you can yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Well, he. You know what? Yeah. Let's. I like the dialogue though. You know. Don't. I like the dialogue. He's like, I was you. I used to have no friends. I used to be the weird kid. Not that weird. I still hooked up with babes and all. With, with babes. Yeah. <laughs> but then he said, I had to shed my loser skin and find my true power. And at that moment, this is what I love. At that moment, boom, we hear the doorbell and Hawk comes in and tell us about Hawk. Hawk comes in. So what did Hawk yeah, do? Yeah, man. He flipped the script, man. He basically <laughs> cut his hair. Yeah. He 
uh, you know, got a mohawk, yeah. and he just total transformation, man. Complete. It's like a different person, man. Yeah. He wasn't shy anymore. He he looked beyond the scar. Yeah, the yeah. deformity doesn't define him. You yeah, know? exactly. He chose he chose to make a change. Yeah, and that's and that's one of the lessons I got from this episode, man. And that stands out. It's flip the script. Yeah, you don't like your situation, your circumstances. Do something about it. That's change good it. for sure. Nice yeah. cut, bro. You yeah. see that? That's all that matters. Hawk, fall in. Yeah, <laughs> fall in. Yeah, fall in. Yeah, that's the connection. <laughs> Because that's what Chris would say uh, exactly. in the dojo. I wasn't always the badass sensei I am today. Just like a cobra, I had to shed my loser skin to find my true power. And you guys will too. Welcome to Cobra Kai. Eli, what happened? I'm flipping the script. Wait, you the kid with the lip? Nice cut, bro. You see that? Doesn't matter if you're a loser or a nerd or a freak. All that matters is that you become badass. Hawk, fall in. And then, you know, before we get to the last, to me, the last uh, thing that I like from the episode, I like what he, what Johnny said before he started talking to the, to the students in that last scene. He said, Cobra Kai is about strength. If you're not strong on the inside, and this is a lesson. This is a lesson for somebody listening. Right. If you're not strong on the inside, you can't be strong on the outside. You got to take care of what's, in, of what's within first before you can be strong on the outside. So take care of your inner strength. One of the things, you know, you mentioned on the last podcast, Monty, is the mental health. Man, you got to mentally, you got to be strong. Emotionally, you got to be strong because it's not all about physical strength, man. You got to have that strength from within. So I love that. And then, bam, how it ends. Fear. Does not exist in this dojo. No sensei. Pain does not exist in this dojo. No sensei. Defeat does not exist in this dojo. No sensei. Great, great episode, man. So what else you got, man? As far as just quotes, I think we touched them all. And, you know, the connections. Just all in, we talked about that. Yeah. And... Yeah, man. We pretty much touched on it because, I mean, like you said, this was such a good episode, man. And, you know, the lesson learned from it just. Yeah, well, well, give us a lesson learned, man. We'll we'll finish with that and then we'll do the top three characters. Actually, you know, let's do the let's do the top three characters and then we'll do the the, you give one lesson. and I'll give one lesson. All right. So go ahead. Top three characters. I think, you know what? we? Yeah, I think Johnny is always going to be number one. So do you want to do we just want to leave Johnny plus three? Because Johnny, man, he he's gonna kill it on all of them. I just got a feeling. Well, I got a feeling. I've seen this show numerous times. He is gonna kill it, right? Uh, but yeah, let's do Johnny and then pick three others. Because Johnny, we we already talked about. It. He's great. So pick three others besides Johnny. Okay, I'm gonna pick uh, three others different from the ones I picked last. Are you? I don't want to because yeah. Well, I'm gonna try to. Okay. Okay. You know. Um, you know you gotta have Miguel in though. I mean, Miguel, Miguel has to be in there. Miguel's yeah, like Scotty Pippen. Johnny, Johnny's Jordan. Miguel, Scotty Pippen, because Miguel's tearing it up too. All right, yeah, let's let's Miguel keep let's keep those two. All right, let's just keep those two. We got Miguel and Johnny, and pick three others. Three others. Okay. okay. Well, you, I can go with Daniel. Okay. You know, because again, we and we, this is something we touched about on him is again he's his life is on the right track, man. Mm-hmm. But yet he's allowing 
a grudge from 34 years to still consume his mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, but there's still, you know, he still strives to find balance to do the right thing. But yeah. Sometimes his, you know, his pride gets in the way. For so, sure. For sure. So I, I see Daniel as one. Okay. And then, uh, let me see who would be another one. I would say Eli. And this is just because of his transformation okay. and, you know, what he's gone through because, you know, he's a character who obviously is going through, who's getting bullied, encountered that being bullied mm-hmm. throughout his life. Cleft lip, and, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All that good stuff and, or bad stuff, I should say. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and just one day he stops it. He says, enough. Yeah transforms man which is what we touched on here at the end with him so so i got daniel i got eli who could be the third hand i would probably have to say maybe aisha man which again ties aisha yeah just goes back to the cyber bullet to the bullying man and how she you know doesn't let it you know consume her and like the mean stuff she gets yeah you know telling telling her to kill herself yeah for like sure that. man yeah but, but she does again kind of like hawk she does something about it yeah she seeks out cobra kai mm-hmm. you know what i mean so those two characters i guess just their ability to overcome okay is why i chose eli and aisha all right i'll, go. I'll try to go with <clears throat> three new ones okay well i'll go i'll go i'll go with robbie i like robbie Robbie, yeah. So I'll take I'll take Eli, I'll take Daniel. Uh, you know, I like Aisha, but I go with Robbie, man. I think he just the acting wise, I think I like maybe it's because, you know, I have I'm sentimental to a kid taking up for his mom because that that's me, man. I take up for my mom. But I think Robbie yeah. did a good job. Um, you know, and again, he's he's stuck in between two. And if you think about it, so this goes to your point, he's doing something about it too. Maybe he's taking it the wrong way. But he's doing something about his situation as well. So he goes and gets a job with LaRusso Auto just to try to get back at his dad. But little did he know, little did he know, you know, he's now he's going to start because we didn't even touch on this. But now he's going to start training with with Daniel, you know, because Daniel, when he goes to one of the scenes in this episode, you know, Louis tricks him again. Right. Louis tricks him again. And and he goes and sees Daniel and and he's and he's asking him, you know, hey, you know, what is this? What is this? And Daniel says karate. And that just opens the door to. Now, Robbie's going to be the kid who's going to flip the script and it's going to try to change. And we're going to see that in the next couple of episodes. So, all right, man, uh, you want to expand a little bit on your lesson before we finish, man? It's, man, I love how time just goes by, man. It's just already been an hour. So give us a lesson, man, and, and then we'll shut it down for, for, for today's episode. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do a lesson that I got from uh, from each episode, kind of like last time. Okay. But, uh, you know, back to uh, one last thing on the characters is, you know what? I totally forgot about Robbie, so you definitely swayed me there, okay. too. Okay, cool. Kinda like I told you about Mary Mouser. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Robbie is definitely one that, you know, makes a change, makes an impact. And so, yeah, I would have to go with Robbie. Okay, cool. Definitely. Cool. We got, we, got our, we got our We got our Pippin and Jordan. We got uh, Johnny and Miguel. And then we have uh, Eli uh daniel and robbie all right so and lessons robbie. here we go okay from number four from cobra Kai never dies the lesson i took back from this one is just you know no matter how bad things are or obstacles you face you, you don't you don't if you don't give up you can overcome and this is where you know you see miguel you know not giving up on cobra kai johnny not giving up on miguel so that's kind of how i um you know, the lesson I took from that episode. All right, good. good on deal. that one. All right. 
And then let me go to number five, counterbalance. <clears throat> and this one I just got, if you want something bad enough, you have to take action, put in the work. And this is where, you know, Johnny is trying to help, you know, he's trying to um, get Robbie to not give up school, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So that's, that's why I resonated that one. With okay. And then the last one, quiver. And this one we touched on and it's, it's the flip the script one, man. Mm -hmm. You don't like your circumstance or your situation, then do something about it. Exactly. Which is exactly what Hawk did in this one and Robbie too, kind yeah. of in a way. Yeah, that's yeah, good. So. And I'm, you know what? I'm just going to piggyback off that one, man. Because, you know, the, the first episode that we did on Cobra Kai, I entitled it Strike First. And this one, I'm going to entitle it Strike Hard. Because life life can hit you hard sometimes, man. So you know what you got to do? You got to strike hard. You got to do something about it. You know, you can let life continue to beat you down and beat you down and beat you down. But you got to get to the point where you strike back, you strike hard. So if, if life is tough, and this is a quote, you know, if, if life is tough, get tougher. You know, and I think uh, there was a coach that said this, tough, tough times don't last, but tough people do. So there, there it is, man. You know, tough times aren't going to last, but tough people will. So, again, you know, if you're listening out there, you just listen to us discuss Cobra Kai. But just just taking the lessons and take this in that if life is hitting you hard right now, just keep trying. Try something. Do something different. Flip the script and just strike back because there is power within you. So you just got to shed, shed that loser mentality, man. Shed that loser mentality. Shed that fear mentality and understand that life, life is, is out there to the person who doesn't quit, to the person who perseveres. Fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, sensei. Pain does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, sensei. Defeat does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, sensei. Class, are you ready to learn the way of the fist? Yes, sensei!